life of freedom and adventure? Are you wanting more than the daily grind? Me too. Welcome to The Emma Lovell Show, a place where we talk about living a life you love now. I'm your host, Emma Lovell, and my number one value is freedom. I've spent the last 14 years running a business and traveling the world, and now I take my husband and toddler along for the adventure too. It's possible and I know you can create a life doing what you truly love as well. This podcast will inspire, motivate, and encourage you to go after your dreams, to create a life you love and to live it now, not wait for retirement or someday in the future. I'll be sharing episodes weekly about how I harmonize business, travel, and self-care. I'll also bring on incredible guests to share their journeys, the wins, the challenges, and how they're creating a life they love. Let's jump in and get dreaming. This is a space for you to manifest a life you love. I would like to acknowledge and recognize Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples as the first peoples of this place, now known as Australia. I am grateful for the continuing care of the land, waterways and skies where I work, live, listen, learn and play. From here on Yugan Bear Country and from wherever you are listening, I pay my respects to the elders past and present. Welcome to Leonie Dawson, the incredible, magical, sparkly, rainbow, authentic and absolutely unapologetic unicorn of the business world. I met Leonie at the Osmopreneur Conference after hearing about her for many years and was just blown away by how incredibly authentically she showed up. Leonie Dawson is an internationally best-selling author of the 2023 My Brilliant Year workbooks, formerly known as the Goal Getter workbooks, and have been used by over 500 people, 500,000 people worldwide. She's a multi-passionate entrepreneur, and Leonie has generated over $13 million in revenue while only working 10 hours per week. She's been recognized for her business acumen by winning Osmompreneur's People's Choice, Business Coach, Global Brand and Business Making a Difference Awards. And Leonie has spent the last 10 years living in some of the most beautiful places around Australia and she currently lives with her two daughters and husband on the Sunshine Coast. Leonie uses she and they pronouns. I am just so excited for you to hear the magic that is Leonie Dawson. Let's jump in. Welcome to the podcast, Leonie Dawson. Oh, Em, it's a joy to be here. And I love that we get to just, you know, spend this time to play together for a little longer. I love that you said yes as well. And I know that you have like, you don't spend a lot of time on talking and Zoom and calls. So I felt very honored and I was like, what's the process? How do we do this? How do we do that? You're like, how about next Thursday, babe? And I was like, oh, oh, we're doing it. Okay. Uh, yep. Well, it's also, it was just like perfect timing as well, because usually we're like booked out six months in advance. Um, and my assistants, we've just had a really busy period. And so she hadn't like pitched and opened up like the next six months yet. And I was like, oh, fuck it. I've got time now. Let's do it. This is so good. And like, and this is, this is what I love about you. And I feel like I have this magic as well, where you're like, this is the process and these are the ways. And I'm like, but can I just ask her and she'll come? And you did. And I've done a few other people. I'm like, oh, they're like, oh, this is, oh, I had to go through all these things. And I was like, I don't want to do that. Yeah. Can I just ask? And yeah. Well, yes. I think that is also like the bonus of like um, conferences, right? It's like when you go to these things and you actually meet like people IRL, 
um, like they're more inclined to say yes to you, like because I'd already like given you the vibe check, and I was like, yeah, M's like the fucking coolest. Of course, I'll say yes to that stuff. Yes. Okay, we've we've launched right in, so I'm going to go back to some real light questions and sure. start with, who are you? Oh, today on a soul <laughs> level, oh. I'm somebody who feels things deeply and like everything's just turned up a little bit for me so I you know just notice everything and it means that when I see like sunlight glistening off a leaf I'm like oh my god that is the greatest thing I've ever seen um and that also means you know if I have to go to Coles or whatever I want to have a panic attack because it's just so much information it's just too much for me um and I'm somebody who metabolizes that experience of too much into creating and sharing that publicly because it's who I've always been I've always been very much the oversharer um with my creations and I also am very like in my soul I I take a enormous amount of uh pride and put a lot of value into uh having kids so I've got and I've got two daughters and I just want to be as present for them as I can and heal as much as I can you know that's within my capacity to create a beautiful home environment with them and a um a beautiful long-term partnership with my husband so those are my my big things and then I just happen to have a business that supports all of that and makes millions of dollars yeah yeah it does <laughs> oh I love it I just I said I said to Leonie because you did mention that we were we we met officially at a conference and um uh the Osmumpreneur conference in August 2023 and when you were talking I was leaning in and then as soon as you started talking then I literally am just leaning into the screen with my hands and I just you have this magnetism but you also why I wanted you to come on here is is because not only are you a phenomenal businesswoman, a lovely human, but you are the most unapologetic and mm. authentic person I've ever seen. But which, oh. yeah, no, I, I people talk about unapologetic. Like, I'm so unapologetic and I am authentic and I'm just being me. And you're like, yeah, but you still give a shit. You still are right. a little worried about what people think. You genuinely do not care. Not real. I just don't understand why I would be apologetic. Like it makes no sense to me. Like it seems unnatural to apologize. Like if I was supposed to be something that I, like something else other than what I am, then I would have been born that way. But I wasn't. I was born like this. So therefore it has been decreed. This is who I should be. The end, you know, like it's not that fucking hard. Like gorillas and donkeys don't spend all their time going, oh, I just wish I was a little bit different and then I'd be worthy and lovable. Like the star jasmine's out my window going like, I'm just going to be better and then I'll be worthy. Like they're all inherently worthy. We're all inherently worthy as we are. We have daily existential crisis. And as you say, my, my cat is just being the cat. He does not give a fuck. No, what anyone would they? He doesn't. He's like, oh, you were sleeping. You won't. I, I'll step on your head because that's what I want to do. So, uh, but yeah, you are so much more than a cat. You are a unicorn, 
um, magic, wonderful. And as I mentioned, you've made millions of dollars and you've done that in rather an unconventional way in that you said it's old things. It's, and I like to be brought up too much because I think there is a concern and I know I've had the concern or, and people have said, and it's not very nice, but people do sometimes tell you, tell me or tell other people that they're too much. Right. And so you can take that on that you're too much. You give a lot. Mm. So can you tell us about like that, that model, like of giving? Yeah. It's just worked out super well for me. Um, and I know that, you know, I think there's a place for like other business models. Of course, there's a place for other business models. Uh, and I've tried all of them out, but I just keep coming back to the fact I like making a lot of shit and I give away a lot of it for free. And then some of it I sell, but even in the selling, um, you know, the, the, my big container is I have my Brilliant Business Life Academy. I put everything I create in there, all my books, all my workshops, all my courses, everything. And I sell it for under a hundred bucks a year. And um, it just fucking thrills me. I love that it's just a no brainer. Yes. For someone, it means like, I don't, I can help as many people as possible because it's completely scalable. I heaps prefer working with a lot of people instead of a small amount of people. I don't like doing any one-on-one stuff. I don't like doing like much in-person events or having to leave the house or any shit like that. I don't want to um, sell any of my time for money. I'd rather just make something and then just sell it to a whole shit ton of people for a small amount of money and then make a lot of cash that way. I love it. And when you, you were telling this story and you said you were very, we were telling your business journey life story, which was, you know, phenomenal. And you did it at, at speed, but captivating and and beautiful because Leonie, you are an artist and so it was all creative. I was like, these slides are just neck, like just whoa. Um, and, and then at the end you were like, and I'm going to give you my slides. And I was like, God damn it. Could you not have said that at the start? I'm like snapping away, snapping away. Oh, oh <laughs> good point. I'll say it at the start. Like guys, don't freak out. You have to write anything down listen to the magic because I'll give it to you for free anyway. Sorry, but I, it was nice to have them on my phone. But anyway, one of the things that I'm sitting there going, because I have bought your academy and I have this, I actually had in my calendar, I'll tell you, was use Leonie's stuff because I was like, I'm going to use it for the year and I'm going to get all this stuff and do all the things. And I've got to start because I've only got like two months left to use it. So mm-hmm. literally in my calendar, I'm going to start using Leonie's stuff. And then yeah. I was talk and I was like, take my money, Leonie. I was like, I can't wait to see what you're going to do. I was like, I'm in, I'm in. You can have my money every year. What are you going to do next? I was like, try it. It was also that thing of, it was like, I don't need to use all the, some of the stuff I don't really need right now. And what, I'm just going to sit there and be like, I'm learning because I have to learn and because I paid for it. And so I've got to use it. When I was like, I've joined a couple of calls. I've downloaded a couple of things. I've worked through a little bit and I'm not ready right now. I I Mm -hmm. love went and looked at the journal. I was like, I'm not ready right this second. So let me just stay here and mm. I'll use it when I'm ready. And yeah. And it's not going to be that hard to extract a hundred bucks of value out of it. Right. No, I, I, you know, as I say, I've already had a couple of things, but it was like, oh, you know, I've got to make it. Then it's like, yeah, it's like $10,000 worth of value. I want $10,000 because I mm. only paid a hundred. And it was like, even the conference, actually, I, it was a great shift for me of going, I've paid to go, I've committed to going, but I woke up on that first morning and I did not feel good. And mm-hmm. it was like, I'd rather go and thank gosh, I went in the afternoon because I got to see you and 
then get to go to the party at the night. It was like, if I go in the morning, I'm going to be so drained. Mm-hmm. And for what? To because yep. I paid and because, and not to disrespect any of the earlier speakers, but it was like, what do I need yeah. out of this event? And really, it's not just about bang for your buck. Mm-hmm. And as you said, you, the value was already there, not like $99, like take my money. But yeah. you talked about being sticky as well. And I'd love you to talk about the, you're like how people, yeah, generally the life cycle of people work. Oh, with, yeah. Like, I just, I was going to stick around. I was like, well, you got me. I'm stuck. <laughs> yeah. Like my accountant said to me once, he said, Leonie, usually we look at um, customer, like customer lifespan in, and we count it in months in terms of like somebody first finds out about your business, buy something from that business and then exit the business. And usually that's counted in months. He said, but your business is enormously sticky. You know, we wouldn't even, we wouldn't count it in months. We wouldn't even count it in years. Like it tends to be decades because, you know, I still have people from like before I even started a blog in like it's 20 plus years ago. And I started sell, like I started like hanging out in message boards and started selling my art through there. And um, because social media hadn't even been invented yet, blogging had barely been invented. And those people still are in my sphere. Like we, they, they still hang out. Like I did um, a group coaching package. I think it was last year and it was like 5,000 US dollars for a program. It was really expensive. And I had somebody from that message board 20 fucking years ago, just be like, yeah, fuck, fuck yeah, yeah, of course, like sign me up. Um, And so I love that people like will count like what year they found me and how long they they hang out for because they're like, oh, I just want to see what you do next. And like they know that they're going to get such good value and um, they know that um, they're going to get good things from being in my ship. So I'm in there. I'm I love it. And I also love being able to build a personal relationship in terms of like, I don't want to just be like, you know, this overpowering like deity who knows all like, fuck no. I do like to talk about the hard parts and like mental health stuff and being diagnosed as neurodivergent and all of those things. Like I want to be all of myself in that space. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, I, I am getting a glimpse of it and loving it but I just to see you stand up there and to share like that and you know usually sort of ask so when did you decide to kind of do things your own way and it's like I feel like there was never a decision point I just it just you just kind of did but you did have a kind of a time where you worked more conventional conventionally yeah. and you know but was like was there ever that or like kind of a just I'm gonna do it the Leone way I think there's been like hints of that. So like, you know, I wanted to have a creative career from the get-go when my parents are farmers and they're like, no, there's like no money in that. You need a safe job, office job. Um, And um, so I was like, well, second best then, like if I can't be an artist, which is what I really want to be, like if I can't be a creative person, then I guess I'll take second best, which is to be Prime Minister of Australia. Um, it was absolutely the whole process. And so totally normal. Um, so I moved to Canberra when I was 20 with my partner, now husband, and uh, I started working in government departments. I got to work on Parliament House, um, got to meet the um 
the Deputy Prime Minister of Australia and I had to tell a joke to him and, and um, like from one minister to the other. And it was just like, it was such a wild experience, especially, you know, it's like early 20s. And I was just like, oh my freaking God, look at me go. <laughs> um, I started doing a public policy degree through ANU as well. Um, and, you know, really quickly realized like this is fun. Like this is really exciting. And I'm so lucky I'm having these experiences, but it's definitely not the thing I want to do for the rest of my life. Like I just knew that I wouldn't be able to be all of myself in that. And also like government ministers work extraordinary hours. They work so hard, very, very long hours and um, have to talk to a lot of people during those hours. And that is, I knew that would break something inside of me. Mm. Um, So I thought, okay, well, I'm going to go back to the original plan and I'm going to have, I'm going to be a creative and I'm going to have my own business and my parents aren't going to approve, but the fuck ever, I tried it their way and it's not for me. Hey, lovely. I want to open the door to incredible opportunities for you on an all-inclusive luxury retreat exclusively for leaders who are ready to attract the work and life they want. Join me for five inspiring nights in incredible India for the first ever international rest and receive retreat hosted in Kerala, India by me from the 12th to the 17th of November, 2023. Disconnect your senses and immerse in this exotic culture while reconnecting with yourself. Share this luxurious experience with 12 amazing women and you'll form connections and memories to last a lifetime. I can't undersell or overestimate the incredible power of the magic of India. And I want to share it with you. Get all the details via the show notes, but you can also head to my website, emmalovell.au forward slash rest hyphen receive hyphen India. I would love to see you there. And I'm happy to have a chat if this is piquing your interest at all. Please come along and experience the magic of rest and receive. Yes, yes. And one of the things I would jump forward, like you mentioned, and, you know, kind of the tagline of the talk was kind of, I make all this money, you know, was it, is it 13 million? 13? Yeah, over 13 million now. Over 13 million. And you're like, yeah, and I do it in like 10 hours a week because I'm that bitch. But, yeah, what you know, you said it in a funny way, but then you also explained that it was like, it's kind of because it's the only way that you can work. It's not like a, mm. I'm gonna go be on a boat and be that guy. Uh, mm. Here's my boat and here's all the money and it's all passive and that's just what I do and da da da. Mm. Like, can you talk to like why why you work for like ten hours or how you yeah work and that's mm. what you've had. Yeah. Like I've just never had the luxury of working full-time hours for my business. Uh, When I started it, I was still working for the government. And so it was really just building it up, you know, at night times and on weekends. Um, And then I only like, I'm very, even though I've got this personality, I'm quite risk adverse financially. So I didn't want to just like leave without having built the business up. So I didn't actually leave full t- like I didn't leave the job completely until like six years in and I was I was just about to have a baby and so like I didn't really have any other options like to leave um and I had a baby who didn't sleep and so that was kind of why it was crazy to ex- go through that experience because it was you know a few years of being extremely sleep deprived it meant that I had very limited hours to build my business and I also just really wanted to be a present mum as well. And so 
it just ended up being like, it continued to be like 10 hours a week was about as much as I could carve from being away from my baby um, and make bank. So I kept on with that 10 hours of just being very clear of like, okay, what brings in money? What doesn't? And just like fuck off all the busy work and just try to stay very clear on the important work. And even now my kids are older and they they sleep now, which is incredible. Um, but I still want to be very present with them when they're not at school. And having autism, ADHD and um, hypermobility, which is like causes a lot of back issues and things like that. I, it just means that like 10 hours a week, more than 20, 10 hours a week is kind of going to fuck me up, like nervous system wise and physically anyway. So um, 10 hours a week is my sweet spot. So wonderful and fascinating and brilliant that you bring out that honesty of it. And I think we're all a bit, I love, I'll use your word here, Delulu, about how much time we actually have. Yeah. Like we do not have. And even when people's children go to school, they're like, sweet, I'm going to get all this time. And it's like yeah. by the time you've dropped them off or I'm so, you wake up and I go, I think the night before, I'm like, I'll set my alarm for seven and I'll be at my desk by 7.30 because I will do all the things perfectly. I mean, why do I need to be at my desk at 7.30? I work for myself anyway. But, you know, it's like, but then I don't. I oversleep a little bit or I want to have a key or a call comes in or whatever. And it's like, just be more realistic about Mm -hmm. what I'm actually going to be. And if I did plan 10 productive hours, Mm -hmm. if you do actually use those 10 hours, you can do a hell of a lot. I mean, someone did post the other day about, the, the amazingness of like that last five minutes, like you got to go mm-hmm. pick the kids up or like for me, it's always a plane. It's like the, the brilliance that comes out when the plane is being called for boarding is oh. just like the five minutes. It's like my build, business is really built on five minute increments, really. Yeah. A lot of the other time, I don't know what, God knows what I'm doing, but give me five, just five, five, around. five minutes. But five minutes before this call, I was like, I'll pay an invoice. I'll post this person. I'll send the yeah. affiliate link. I'll do this. I just like, I probably just made a bunch of money in five minutes because I was like, I'm going to be on for Leone. Yeah. That's, I just, it was really refreshing to hear. And then you did it in a way, like you did it, you said it in a, I'm going to stand up here and brag, but it was also like, there's a reality to this situation. Mm. And I love that as well. When we look at your work, I could look at it and you'd be like, it's a lot. Like there's a lot of stuff. She gives a lot of people. There's a lot. But that's, that wasn't created yesterday, right? You didn't come out the gate with a hundred things. Mm-mm. Gosh, no. It's been, you know, it's been twenty years, um, and um, a little bit goes, you know, a long way. You just keep chucking shit in the free, the free shit pile, and it's. Do you add to things like some of them where you would maybe have created a while ago, and then you built on them as well, or or do you kind of no. make something go new stuff? new okay. stuff because I, I don't well I I rare like I do add sometimes so like this year I did an update because I've got behind the scenes of like a multi-millionaire's finances and like a couple of things had changed but not the whole workshop so I was like oh I'll do like a film a small addendum to that so I'll do like that but the, most of the time it's just brand new stuff because that's exciting to me so you still so you're just still I mean I know this again I get the emails but you know you're just creating you're just like Many people need this or not actually is it that they need it or you're like I want to make it combination of the two like it's sometimes it's because somebody asked me for something and I'm like oh that sounds like a great idea and then sometimes it's like oh I just fucking want to make this let's do it so and your journal like the journal was kind of the thing that or the goals mm-hmm. that really 
kicked things off for you? No. So, like, people are always want to know the silver bullet and there's no oh, silver yeah. bullet. Um, so I started, like, you know, I've been, I started selling online in 2001 or 2002 and then I started blogging in 2004. Um Blogging's kind of been a constant since then. Um, I started doing e-courses in 2008. I think e-courses are a really big part of my business. Like I just love um, that model. The workbooks came out 2010, just as a random idea. And I put it out and they definitely have like grained traction over the years, but then like all the e-courses continued to grow traction as well. I think it's just like continuing, just like continue to market, continue to share, continue to grow, continue to market, continue to grow, continue to share. It's, yeah. It's, yeah, but I like that. You're like there isn't, it wasn't a silver bullet. It's that, mm-hmm. that is consistency and that we are talking about a 20-year span, which is yeah. I'm really excited about because I think I I tend to do the shiny object thing which I hear you're doing too. Like you see a shiny object, but but then you keep the shiny object. Like it's not just, mm-hmm. a, I think what people probably do, and I know I've done is you go, well, I'm going to do all this thing. And then I throw it away. And then you go, yeah, oh, right. it's another thing. And then I'll throw that away. Or now I'm doing this thing. Mm. Like not that I can have multiple and I would have multiple things. It's like, oh, no, I've got to do the thing and only focus on the thing and that's yeah, the right. thing. And then I I think I have looked at it when you look at then going 20 years, I've been here for 20 years. I've been around 14 years. You're like, well, I want to be around for another. I do want to be around for a long time. So I can make another thing. Yeah. I can create, keep making things and that can take time. And that's a lovely, it's lovely to see. Yeah. And it can just like, be added to your body of work. Like I've had, I had the most beautiful email from somebody this year. Um, and uh, cause I was thinking like, Oh, I, I was talking publicly about, I'd had this kind of lapse in creative confidence, which is really unlike me and how I'd be like, Oh, you know, I've just made so much stuff. How am I like what I make now will ever compare to what I've made previously. And, you know, I was shared about that kind of experience of like, Oh, what next? And this beautiful human emailed in and said, Leonie, like, it's not about like the individual works that you've ever produced. It's that you just continue to create anyway. Like it's your whole body of work that means something to so many of us, you know, like it's not just one thing. It's that you've kept on turning up and sharing anyway. Um, And so that was a really good relief just to go like, oh, I don't have to like keep on making better necessarily um, or like trying to beat a past self for whatever reason, but I can um, just keep making and that the body of work itself is important. Yes, absolutely. What a beautiful gift that they gave you. Mm, Yeah. I I feel like that's like part of the relationship I have with my people because I am, you know, I do share what's what's the the go. and, you know, and so many of them have been around for so long. The e- like the emails I get back and people just like so reflecting what they see and what they've seen over so many years with me, it's enormously useful. It's like hugely powerful and potent and beautiful. Mm, it's so rewarding. I mm. love it. It's beautiful. And um, 
you just gave me a lovely tour of your office uh, in a oh yeah you're um, welcome with the rainbows and and the colors and your art and obviously today I'm wearing proud poppy uh, for the listeners um proud poppy uh, rainbow casey rainbow print I also am attracted to the sparkle rainbow unicorn and I loved that about you but I'm going to come back around and talk a little bit more about life stuff but you kind of talked about it in the who are you but what does living a life you love look like I want to be clear, like it's a very human existence. Like it's full of ups and downs and what the fuckery and um, especially, you know, when you add more people into that picture, when you add like kids into that picture and, um, you know, a longer term of marriage and that kind of stuff. And then you add in aging parents and then, um, you know, your community where and with its ups and downs and you have friends and family that die and all that kind of stuff. Like there's a lot that goes on and a lot of it is mundane and yet I still didn't really choose anything else. Mm-hmm. Like I love the decisions that I've made for myself and I love the values that I have. I love the fact that I am devoted to my creative journey. I love what we've been able to create together as a family. Me and my kid, we were, um, we always like ask each other random questions. She's 13. And I said to her, if you could be born into any family and in any country, what would you choose and why? And, um, She's hysterical. And so she said, oh, that's easy. I would be born into the British royal family because then I would be queen and I would be powerful, <laughs> like over everybody. And I was like, wow. Okay, get it. All right. I see what you're saying there. You did say you um, wanted to be prime minister, so like the apple doesn't fall far. <laughs> right. This is so true. This is so true. She's so funny. Um, And then she asked me what my answer was. And I was like, oh, I think, I, you know, I think it'd be fun to be born into a Scandinavian country just because they have like gross happiness, like their gross happiness quotient is very high up and like all the social services, I just think it'd be incredible. Um, And also a different, uh, you know, climate with snow and shit like that. And then I could like experience hike and whatever. But most of all, I'd like to be born kind of into a family, like the one that I've created, just like a... I would like the experience of having parents who like each other and get along and, um, you know, just a small, tight-knit, happy, gentle little family. And so the fact that I would want to be born into something that I've created, like, I think that's a good sign, right? Yes. Yes. I love the, I love your, your answer. And um, because it can seem, it could seem like you're, you were talking big numbers we're talking long years we're talking big stuff it could be seem like then your answer is going to be this big one but I always do think that the the answer is so simple and like a mission mm. a truly great mission is quite simple mm-hmm. um and also it's great like in terms of KPIs it's like how to check if you're living a life you love it's like well I've got my lovely little family and we're in mm. you've created this beautiful bubble and it's like nailed it yeah <laughs> basically basically yeah and you know I think it's 
I really enjoyed as well how you talked about how you protect your time in mm. your talk at the conference and that comes back to that unapologeticness as well. I think there's a lot of, um, oh, but I have to do this for them or, oh, yeah. I have clients so then I have to do that and just the way that you work. I mean, you know, I said I was so honoured that you do this because I was very understanding that you don't talk a lot on the phone mm-hmm. and don't do a lot of one-on-one Zooms and so I know you do do podcasting but um, you said that and so I was really like, you know, we were doing like Messenger and I was like, oh, is this is this okay for you? Like is this mm. your communication style? And and because you were so clear about it, I respected it. Mm. Um, you know, and I can equally go back and go, well, this is how I do it. But yeah, you know, I think we're so scared to say what we want or how we want to mm. work or how it works best for us when you've actually created this container of success for yourself. Completely. And like, I think it comes down to knowing what you're saying yes to in the process of saying no to a lot of things. Like, I know that by looking after me mentally and physically and not overdoing it in ways that are going to break me, that I'm saying yes to protecting my family um, and yes, protecting my health. Um, and I know that like if I break this like little nervous system and or break this body, both of which I've done numerous times, um, then there's like a repair time to that and there's a cost to my family involved in that and there's also a cost to the business if I, you know, get too far out of whack. So, you know, it's been many years of like working out like, oh, this is what's actually truly sustainable for me and this is what's not. And, you know, I've seen so many creatives and business owners um, and online people deeply burn out and have to leave their career completely. That's not really something I want to do. Um, so having those no containers is really important part of that puzzle. Mm. And it doesn't, I think sometimes when you feel like you have to say no, like you said, it's you say no to this so you can say yes to that. Mm-hmm. Um, and it doesn't mean you can never say no. And you yeah. know, I felt deeply heartbroken that you were like I don't come out of the house much and I don't go to things because I'm like but I need to see you again <laughs> like yeah yeah okay well where is she gonna be I think I yep. think you're gonna be at a conference next year that I'm going to so it's like yeah I'll get to see you then but I'm also like really inspired by um yeah by that commitment to yourself and to your family and to your business that um it feels like to me, it always feels like I'm giving up so much, but it's not. You're gaining other mm. things. And it's it might feel hard in that moment initially. I don't I don't know if it feels hard for you anymore, but like saying that small no for the greater yes, it's it's so- it's so potent and so powerful. And so, like, you know, for me, conference-wise, um, yeah, I don't really leave the house. I know that I learn best. Uh, when I'm just doing courses online because I'm not overstimulated by people. Um, I love to meet people. Like I'm quite uh, extroverted in person. Like I'm like, ah, uh, as Emma. Yeah. Every time I see Emma, I'd pretend that I was going in to kiss her. Like, ah, that was just the running joke. Um, it should be the cover photo of the podcast is you holding my face between your hand. It's so loving. And I'm just, it's more pure joy, this photo. I share it. It's amazing. 
And there's like that, like the video of Osmanpreneur where you and me and Jewel were just like laying on the ground together in a big cuddle puddle. And I was like, exactly. That's what we're doing. At the gala award ceremony in our full attire. And is everyone okay? We're like, we're just having a minute. Like, yeah, just having a little, some horizontal time will help us get through this uh, very long evening. (laughs) Um, Yeah. So for like, for me, that was August. And it was like, it was, I had the best time. I got, went to very little of the conference because I was getting overstimulated. So I just walked and walked and walked around Sydney to, um, and I just had this kind of wonder experiment just to try and de-stimulate because I was finding it hard to be in the city. Um, but I just got to see so many beautiful things and it's now mid-October I still have not seen any of my friends since then because this is like the amount of time it takes for me to recover. Like I'm just like zero like social battery. I have very little, like I have very low social needs anyway. Like I can very happily like see like my dearest, dearest friends maybe every six months and I'd be cool. Yeah. But you know that and that's, yeah, you know that and that it's fine. Like, yeah. that when it's coming into the obligation or the shoulds mm. and the but other people do or that's what this looks like and you deciding I just can't I just will keep coming back to it that unapologetic commitment and like like self-love it's really mm. it makes me makes me quite emotional I just I really saw such yeah this beautiful embodiment of that and it is inspiring and I would love more young women to see that like you are a role model of what that can look like and that it's like it's okay to do that and it's more than okay it's required yeah it's it's required and like I've also like gone through experiences of just like not having a no filter and what that ends up what ends up happening to me and because I am what I am with the makeup of my neurodivergency and my physical body, if I fuck up the balance, it's bad. Like I am in so much physical pain and my nervous system is just in overdrive. So if I don't do the right thing by myself, I fuck up and I find out basically. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I want to keep you here forever because I don't know when I get to see you again. But I oh, I will just listen to this and savor it and I'm going to watch back your talk. And please tell us, I mean, I think it's pretty obvious, but I'm going to put it in the show notes, everything, but tell us how's the best way to find you and to get more Leonie into our world. Oh, that is the best, leoniedawson.com. And then you go to the free shit page. And I just have a whole page of free shit. Choose whatever the fuck you like from that. There are 300-page coloring books for free. There are posters. There are business and marketing, like eBooks and worksheets and shit like that. Um, and then that way as well, you'll also get my weekly-ish newsletter. I just send you more free shit and talk random crap at you. Um, and occasionally I'll have something that you might like to buy at a really cheap price. <laughs> $99. Take all of it. Take all of it. Yeah. I did. And yeah. I'm here forever now. It's the maximum amount you can pay me per year. You've maxed out at the hundred bucks. I did. I just went, I went hard. I went all out. I went all in and I'm staying. I'm sticking. I love it. 
Um, thank you for being the beautiful unicorn that you are and for living, choosing the life that you love and leading by example. Oh, Em, I love you. And thanks for being like a lighthouse for this work, you know? I'm going to be a puddle in a minute. So we're going to go. I love you too. Thank you very much. I love you, bestie. Thanks for letting me try to snog you so many times. Thank you for listening, lovely one. I hope this has inspired you to dream big and start creating a life you love today. If you love what you're hearing, don't forget to follow and rate on Spotify and rate, review and subscribe on iTunes. It helps other awesome people to find this podcast and get motivated and inspired as well. Want to stay connected? Come and join the Live A Life You Love group on Facebook or connect with me on Instagram, emmalovell.au. The same as my website but all the details are in the show notes, lovely. I'll see you next episode for more inspiration, motivation, and freedom seeking. Now go out there and live a life you love.